Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of the No Cash, No Code podcast. Joined as ever by the man who uh, runs the show. Andre, how are you doing this morning? Uh, you run the pod, I'm sorry. Been a, bit, a little bit punchy this morning. I am good. I've had zero sleep. My two kids are coordinating their attack on my sleep pattern better than the best Arsenal team of the like 90s. It's been beautiful the way they're in sync with each other. I need to be super quick, so I'm, I'm not bringing much energy there. today. You need to wrap it up very quickly. <laughs> Yeah. Everybody's tuning in for the man himself, Tom. It's been a while. How's your how's your off season been? Good to have you back. Gents, good morning. Wonderful to be back. Uh I've had a couple of concerned messages from listeners who've been refreshing their podcasts every day for the last two weeks and they're wondering if Andre only does podcasts if he's in the top four in the league. And I've I've told them it's okay. It's okay. We're getting that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, you know what? It was, I had to, I had to really take it down. This but we're back, season two. Uh, we're committed now. We have to, we have to stay with this. Um, uh, so wrap we're, it up, boys. We're going to wrap it up, wrap it up. <laughs> we are going to go straight into week one. And I'm going to turn it over to Andre because Andre, week one is always a lottery, a roll of the dice. What were your thoughts about week one and who do you have to pick of the week? Uh, it is a lottery. It is a roll of the dice. We all tinker, 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 tinker for ages. Apologies. This is late for uh, be talking about week one, but life is in the way. But we are back and we will try and be uh, thick and fast with the podcast from this point onwards. So cast your mind back not that long ago to the teams that you all were tinkering away with. Uh, a lot of pre-season um, chat was, is Salah in or is Salah out? We have a few Salah outers in this league. Unlucky. Uh, the next conversation was going to be Alba versus Salah for captain. Surprisingly few Salah captainers. Well done, you guys. 40 burger straight out the gate puts you in the top half of the table of week one. Only two people dissented on the captain choices from Alba and uh, Salah. That was podcast's very own Jeff Brown. Um, listener, you can't see this. We're on Zoom. I'm seeing him smile. It's a painful smile. Uh, he went with a two-point cane. And then Colin, Colin, of course you did, uh, went with an Ings two-pointer. So obviously a Salah captain is not going to get pick of the week, is it? It should do, but there's in too many people's teams. Too many people's teams was a bit of a theme, actually. Uh, but there were no real templates. So the pick, uh, like Jeff said, cutting to the chase today. The pick of the week, we have Tom Kane and John Nazori. Welcome back, John. You got something right. Jamie Vardy with 13 points with all three of his touches. Uh, you have uh, the other Jeff and the newcomer, Jezza. May with the Chelsea's own uh, James with what I believe was a screamer of the goal. I've not watched any football yet. Um, those two, 13 and 14 points, are contenders. Not enough. The story of the week one for me, uh, outside of the obvious Salah, was William and his debut for, uh, for Arsenal. Whoops, Freudian. Debut for Arsenal, 14 points. Only owned by one person, which is Tom Everett. So I had that locked and loaded as my pick of the week. Stunned to see Jay Brick, whose team name is Willian, not having Willian in his team. So Tom... At the last second, Gazant, he's back. He's where he's supposed to be. One of the people who had Vinegri, who didn't show and are messing around with other defenders, only Freddie goes with Sice. Only Freddie gets 15 points. Highest scoring, non-captained player, Salah. So, yeah, pick of the week goes for Freddie in week one, as you were. <laughs> <laughs> Can I roll straight into team of the week? Yeah. 
Okay, so week one team of the week. Um, 83 points would normally get you there or thereabouts. It was the second highest score on the week. Uh, I'm not picking 83 points over the person who came with 84, uh, the some Jeff character, uh, because of its Jeff character. I'm picking 83 points to the team of the week because, A, it was top of the league until the last seconds. So it was being by bonus points. It had the forward planning this team, 83 points, with a Man City and a Man United player on the bench ready for later times. Uh, Hindsight is 2020. He got 83 points with a back five, uh, unorthodox, that always gets extra points around these parts. He got 83 points with a backstory. Tom Everett, so close to being booted out of no cash, no code for um, (laughs) performance-related issues, shall we say. (laughs) Um, uh, Missing in action. (laughs) Exactly. An intervention from Pod's very own uh, Tom Maxwell, a character witness, as you will, allowed Everett back into the league at the death. Um, He managed to get to the top of the queue. We have people who are waiting for next season already. 83 points, plans for the future. Not one, but two Manchester assets on his bench. That was, at the time, fantastic. Asterisks were in the future, and those two assets tend out to be an injured Aguero and a Fernandez two-pointer. But at the time, it did look spectacular. And so, team of the week goes to Tom Everett. Um, I reckon potentially his first ever ever team of the week, do we think? Exactly. He just needed, I think you told him, uh, I think you said on the uh, school reports that his mother would receive a letter and they'd be asked to come into school. Well, it worked. He's obviously uh, come in, brand new school uniform. It's cut to measure. The tie was done well. Well done on the first day back at school, Tom Everett. Let's hope it continues. Very good. I think so much to unpack and and I wish we had more time to jump into that. There's something you mentioned there and I'd be interested to get Tom's reaction to this was the, uh, the going into game week one without United or City and how, how you build a team of the week in that way. What are your thoughts, Tom? Well, I think, I think uh, the United performance last week would suggest that not that many people are missing people from United, uh, which was delightful for everyone. Um, <laughs> I would imagine... I would imagine that Mr. De Bruyne is probably just about the most transferred in player this week. That was a pretty terrifying performance against Leicester. Um, but we've got the pet rotation game again, and uh, he's he's brought in some new players, uh, and it's going to be a bit of a lottery, I would have thought. Um, my favourite comment of, uh, of, of Andre is just to confirm how much football he's watching is the idea that James or James plays for Chelsea rather than Everton. Um, but oh, I'm no, excited. No, 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 no. I'm not having. Oh, that. you're talking about Reese right? James. <laughs> Reese James, week one, who got uh, 14 points. This is awkward. Not getting edited out. Carry on. <laughs> I do apologise. There are too many Jameses. We've got Hammers Rodriguez, Reese James, and Daniel James, and uh, oh. that's uh, that's that's very poor for me. Bad start oh. to the season. You've got week right. two, so Hammers is very much on your mind, I assume. He is, uh, and he he may well have been in pick of the week had it not been for the fact that he's he's owned by a few different people, but not not many. Um, so Hamed's was certainly one on the radar, as was um, Kane, not a hugely um, owned player, but twenty one points, huge haul, particularly given he only scored once. Uh, Mane is a great differential against Salah. Couple of Mane owners in there. Um, but uh, none of those win pick of the week because they're all owned by more than one person. Um, 
So to give you the top four picks very quickly, Steve Suckling has uh, Mr. Pereira from West Bromwich Albion, who scored a world of a free kick, 10 points. Um, really nice pick from him. George Johnson uh, went with James Rodriguez as captain. Pretty brave in his second Premier League appearance. 24 points. Yeah. Um, really nice differential captain pick. Jeff Brown, welcome Ooh. to the new season. Uh, wins second place for being the only person with Kevin De Bruyne as captain, which was 26 points. I imagine uh, you won't Strong. be the only person captaining him from now on. Um, but the winner is Stephen Hill with a fantastic pick of the week. A man who I think is going to have a breakout season this year. How anyone's going to be able to fit him into their team um, with, with the amount of 7 million differentials there are out there. But Harvey Barnes, 13 points, uh, a goal and an assist for Leicester. Wow. Really good performance. And Stephen wins pick of the week. Um, team of the week so uh, last week was a very consistent week for No Cash No Code a lot of people in the 60s a lot of people in the 70s only one person in the 80s uh, and that is Gakinda and Gakinda is not winning pick of the week despite uh, sorry team of the week despite being the only person in the 80s he put together a very, very strong performance with Dominic Calvert-Lewin, with Mitrovic, with Son. Um, 81 points, but he did take a points hit in week two, which means that he then got gazumped by the person who scored 79 points without taking a points hit. In fact, without even making a transfer. Pretty brave given that his first week was middling table, if not lower than that. Now he's up to fifth with the 79 points. That man is Will Deboos. Two clean sheets at the back. Son, 24. Abamian captain like everyone. Mitrovic and Ings. Um, a really, really steady performance from a man who held his nerve after week one when lots of people were wildcarding, people were taking points hits. 79 is a very, very strong score. And just to finish with, we have got a little bit of hurt for you. Um, never like to leave the listeners without a, just a hint of hurt. We need some hurt. Um, but I'm afraid there was a man in our league this week who decided to triple up on Sheffield United. He picked the man that got sent off. He picked the man that got the uh, missed the penalty. Um, and obviously they lost 1-0, meaning... His double up at defence also got him two points for Basham. So in total, from his three Sheffield United players, he got minus one points, um, which given that his total score was a very respectable 64, um, even if they just got him two points each, he would have been in the 70s. But I'm afraid this week's and the first hurt of the season goes to Ade. Oh, That's three oh. Sheffield United players. I mean, three Sheffield United players is quite brave. Um, In of itself, is very brave. I can't remember the last time I saw someone have two players in minus points in a week of FPL. I, it's unheard of. I don't think I've ever seen it. In all, in all of our time, I don't think I've actually seen that at all. And I feel bad because I had a little flick through Ade um, for, for one reason, one reason only, because you're on the pod, so I just wanted to see how he's doing. He's two for two on his goalkeepers. 
Back Superb. to back weeks with the right choice. He got six points from Ryan this week, Pope in goal. Previous week, he got one point from his keeper, but with Pope not actually eligible because Bernie didn't play. I mean, he was on to a winner. He was on to a guaranteed start. <laughs> He'd get the right keeper on one for one, but he has maintained the longest streak he's had. So unlucky Ade. That's, that's unfortunate. Do you think he did it on purpose, picking Pope so that he knew first season, get the morale boosting goalkeeper right? I fully expected to see him start Pope and have uh, Ryan come off the bench, to be honest. Yeah, that would have been been the right thing to do, just to get in the eye line of of anyone doing Hurst of the Week. Um, actually, so since you've done a the extra stuff uh, on, on, on week two, I'm going to go back since I've got a little bit more time. So there is a little bit of any other business on week one as well uh, before I fire over to you, Jeff. Uh, so there was a little bit of luck knocking around. The hurt would have been the obvious points on the bench. Um, everyone in the know, as Jeff refers to it, as scouting networks is searching for that 4.0 defender. Um, we all pretty much came with the same solution to the problem as certain Mitchell. All of us had those six points uh, languishing on the bench when Crystal Palace turned about to be a lot more defensively minded and structured than we thought they would be. All of us, apart from Todd's very own Tom Maxwell, with an incredibly fortunate listener, you can't see him waving at the camera, uh, you know, incredibly fortunate, six points coming off the bench for a Saliba that was never going to start. So well done. Very lucky for you, Tom. Those who are keeping tabs on the family de Maxwell, that was the luck going to one half of the Maxwell brothers. As the other one, Ali managed a team total of nine players. Uh, he did a classic, Ali. He's gone early on uh, the Batman himself. Uh, Batchway's uh, moved to Crystal Palace, instantly put into his week one team. We haven't seen him since. He also had Pulisic because there was a rumour he might be fit. Obviously, he didn't play. He's gone with Villagri because he doesn't have that Freddy sixth sense for which Wolves defended to go for. And there's obviously a 4.5er. Yeah, so Ali starts without getting out of full team. Tom starts with uh, the Fortune, the only person to have six-pointer that is Mitchell come off his bench. And uh, the only other note I had was Ade, but we've covered that. So that's my extra news for week one. I have think I managed to... Um... I think I managed to psych out my brother on the golf course just before week one by telling him the batch why had definitely signed for Palace and was in line to start. Uh, which, given he's given he's now he's wild carded after week one, and Batshuayi's nowhere to be seen, is is a really pleasing start to the Maxwell brothers competition. Jeff, have you picked up anything for us? Oh, lots, lots to pick up. Um, so week two, um, staying with what's most recent, I suppose, um, we have some big, big movers in the league. So week one, everybody's kind of sorting things out as far as league positions. doesn't really make any difference as far as, as, far as money in the bank or team values. And that, it'll be a month before we can really start to read anything into those things. But looking at the, the movement between one and two, so, week two, biggest risers in our league are Man, Luke Danes, and Wildebeuse. So, Kinder jumped nine places up to 14th in the league. Luke Danes jumped eight places up to 19th. Will jumped seven places up to 5th in the league. That's, that's sorry to interject. That is really interesting because the strategies are so different. That is no transfer, minus four, and wildcard. That's our three biggest movers in four the league. Okay, so... There's no one way to play FPL. Tell me how you react to the biggest fallers then. So biggest fallers, 
dropping a whopping 16 places down to 18th in the league, Tom Everett. Dropping 15 places down to 25th in the league, Andre Clark. Dropping eight places down to 22nd in the league, Jay Brick. I'll talk Do you want to take this Tom one, Everett? Andre? <laughs> uh, Tom Everett, that's unfortunate. I mean, he, he did the pre-planning. He thought he'd got. He thought he'd been super smart, having a massive amount of money uh, ready for the next week. And the bombshell Aguero is still injured, having not been seen throughout the whole of preseason. Uh, that that's that's tough. Uh, Dears, who wants to cover me? Uh, I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> <not> <laughs> <laughs> I, I can feel you guys. <laughs> You're ready to jump in. Um, it doesn't class as hurt because he was one of the world's most transferred, but having watched zero football, looked at Spurs fixtures and thought they have 75 games in 77 days or something ridiculous like that. There is no way Sun is going to be able to perform. They were garbage against Everton. Turns out Everton are quite good. I thought I was smart. Uh, minus four. Sunny boy uh, goes out. In comes a Marshall. It didn't go according to plan. Um, but I'm happy to talk about it because, Jeff, what was your transfer? So I kicked out Kane. I kicked out Kane. Oh, no. I, see. I kicked out Kane for Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, no. That's what I did. Kane, 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 Kane of your captain in week one, was that? Kane, Sorry, and two De, Bru- De Bruyne who well. hadn't played yet. De Bruyne came in as my captain. That was the strategy. That was always the point. Well, okay. at least, I mean, you got the points from De Bruyne, so fair enough. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, I am a, a wonderful streak of what not to do. Wrong captain week one, uh, and then took out the highest point score week two. It, it's, it's back on. I'm, I'm where I want to be. I have always been a chasing from the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I got nothing. I well, got nothing. tell you what, let, we, we've only got a couple of minutes left here today. Um, a short, quick um, roundup of the first two game weeks. Um, lots of content scheduled to come out. Um, before we go, I just want to have one final shout out to Colin Dash. Um, I don't know if he understands or maybe he's saving for a rainy day, but he still has 2.5 million in the bank. Um, nice. Double anybody else. Um, he's holding on to his money. Um, hopefully, he'll find a reason to spend it soon. But uh, we go, just good to see his miles above us with that money in the bank. That's, <laughs> that's not embarrassing at all. <laughs> do you think? Do you think he's? Do you think he's waiting for like one of the clubs to make a really, really big transfer and a new <laughs> player just to appear in the game? Who none of us can then afford. <laughs> like Messi. Let's say it's Messi. 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 Messi's on Messi. Messi for fourteen million. And there's him sitting there pretty with enough money in the bank to get him straight in. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. He's playing 4D chess. I love it. I, I want to say mean things, but he's so much higher than me in the league. I've just got to hold my tongue yeah. at the moment. So nothing. So I'm going to enjoy this while it lasts because Jeff and I basically weren't allowed to say mean things about anyone for the whole of last season. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice it's really nice exactly. well played, we do the report well do you want to do my report card now just a two week report card <laughs> absolutely not gents gotta rough it up great to be back um, we will keep going there'll be regular we'll get back into our schedule so apologies listener I know it was um, as, as Tom said I also received a few messages is my app broken uh, some, some reverse marketing it's been wonderful we feel loved we're glad to be back and looking forward to uh, talking about how this week now everyone is back and all the teams are playing how this week goes right. talk to you guys soon it's been been great to be back see you boys soon mm-hmm.
Nice one. Catch you then. Bye.